You are listening to Aldrin Simpia on SAFM. It is 22 minutes after 3 o'clock. We in conversation next with Professor Chris Isike, political analyst uh, from the University of Pretoria. So the U.S. remains committed to partnering and amplifying investment opportunities with African countries. This was revealed by uh, Scott Nathan, CEO of U.S. International Development Finance Corporation. He was speaking during a virtual media briefing hosted on the sidelines of the U.S.-Africa Business Summit that is currently underway in Botswana. The theme of this year's summit is Enhancing Africa's Value in Global Value Chains. It aims to explore new and evolving opportunities to build a stronger U.S.-Africa trade and investment relationship and assist Africa to achieve its objectives of becoming more competitive and an integral part of the global economy. Joining us now to discuss the significance of the summit, Professor Chris Isike, political analyst from the University of Pretoria, now joining us on the line. Professor Isike, thank you so much for making time for us. Just reading that intro, it almost sounds as if that the U.S. is coming to um, the continent's aid and trying to assist the continent to actually boost its trade. Is this a mutual beneficial relationship between the U.S. as well as the African countries? Yeah, good afternoon, Aldrin. Thank you for having me. Um, yes, it, 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 it appears uh, that um, Africa is the continent of interest now. Not only... Hello? Yep, we're still here. We can hear you. Oh, sorry. Okay, you went quiet. All right. I, I was saying that Africa is is a continent of interest. Um, no, not only because of the fact that it is the fastest growing continent um, and its youth population, but also since the um, start of the uh, war in Ukraine, the way the continent voted during the UN General Assembly uh, uh, votes to condemn Russia um, has clearly shown that um, Africa. Uh, is beginning to be a bit more independent in the way it thinks. So it is therefore um, uh, sought after by, by superpowers like the US, China, Russia, the EU, uh, and Australia. So, so um, this, this particular summit is, is, is a follow-up from the US-Africa Leaders Summit in December, um, which has tended to deliver us uh, on, on the promises of trade and investment in the continent. And I think the idea here is to make it a two-way flow in terms of benefits for Africa and the United States. So how would something like this work? For instance, let's say a country goes into an agreement with the USA and then we have the Africa continental free trade area with the countries that would, for instance, be trading amongst each other under the African continental free trade area require full disclosure about um, where another country may be in a business with, um, let's say, for instance, the US and also to ensure that it is not an exploitative relationship. Well, yeah, um, Africa has a lot of benefits from itself, just trading within itself. But expanding its frontiers to uh, uh, partners like the U.S. and 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 through the help of AGOA, um, Africa is also able to channel some of its exports to big economies like the United States. Um, what is left to happen is for the continent to ensure that um, it is the, the, the trade terms between itself and and, and the U.S. Um, is such that it benefits the continent. And this can only happen if we, um, you know, go into those agreements as, as understanding our role as not just providers of raw material, mm. but, uh, you know, the kind of value uh, that we are going to add to the value, global value chain um, all over the world. The, the market is here, the, the labor is here already, 
Um, so it will benefit. It can be a mutually beneficial relationship if we go in there with our eyes open, unlike in the past where we've gone in with our eyes closed. Yeah, would that be a same argument that would be advanced by the South African government that has sent a delegation to Washington uh, to convince them why the AGOA summit should go ahead here on in, in, in South Africa? Of course, taking into consideration the geopolitics which have led to uh, some of the lawmakers arguing why it should be moved. Yes, um, and South Africa has made that kind of argument, but let's also not forget that uh, South Africa uh, is an advanced economy compared to the kind of economies that were expected to benefit from Agoa in the first place. But it, it, it will come not to benefit South Africa if, if it uh, gets um, uh, kept in the you know, uh, Agoa after September 25 when it's supposed to, you know, to end. Yeah. Um, and then the final one is there is going to be the Russia-Africa summit also that is going to come up. Um, are we also witnessing here a, a battle, a scrum again for the African continent? Yes, that's what I said initially, that uh, Africa is now like the, the bride of the world, like it was during the Cold War years. Only this time, it's not just between the East and West represented by the US and the USSR then. Um, uh, every every economic block, um, every superpower um, is, is showing an interest in Africa because, um, like I said before, it is the fastest growing continent economically. It also has the uh, you know, uh, biggest youth population in the world. Um, it, you know, with, with strategic resources, um, uh, you know, attracts a lot of interest. And, and then also, like I talked earlier about, uh, its political maturation in terms of uh, the ability to to, to think independently uh, is also making, um, um, you know, most of these superpowers uh, think of Africa as a potential ally for whatever interest that they want to advance against one another. So uh, it is the truth of the world right now. There's a new scramble for the continent because of all of these reasons. The question is usually always uh, uh, whether Africa is ready for this, for this, mm. for, for its future, if you like. It's like a beautiful bride, you, you know, when you are mature and ready for, for, for plucking, uh, you, you, you have to be ready and to ensure that you, you get the best suitor for yourself. I mean, the, the Africa is not very organized uh, uh, in terms of how, uh, you know, uh, it has organized itself around mm. taking common positions. It's very easy for some of these countries to cherry pick uh, uh, the continent, the small countries, lock ourselves with uh, uh, each other just to get their own interests advanced. So Africa needs to organize itself politically uh, so that when these people come, they negotiate with a set of uh, representatives on behalf of the entire continent rather than with particular countries, which ultimately does not benefit the continent in the long run. Yeah, and also today, for instance, the president, this is now President Cyril Ramaphosa in South Africa, um, was at the launch of the Huawei Innovation Center here in Woodmead in Johannesburg. And I just thought about what's currently playing out between the U.S. as well as China over Huawei itself. Does it mean that the likes of China are also trying to find different markets? Um, where they can establish their innovation hubs and also be able to target those markets as well and sell to them. Absolutely, Africa is has huge markets, and and you know uh, these countries need markets uh, apart from our resources as well. Uh, and uh, of course, Africa is free, uh, including South Africa, free to 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 trade with whomever 
it wants to uh, trade with, even if it takes a non-aligned position, um, as South Africa has taken in, in, in the specific case of, of, of uh, you know, the Russia's war in Ukraine. Um, Africa can, 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 can relate with everyone, do business with everyone to advance its interest. It just needs to be able to define that interest and act coherently along the lines of that particular interest. Yeah, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Um, that is the um, that is the um, political analyst from the University of Pretoria, Professor Chris Isige. It's time for the news headlines. It's half past three.